Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. As always, I'm your host here, Craig Picorni, here with a uh, Hall of Fame head coach, Alan Picorni, and we've got a guest in the house today, Cam Lenhart. Coach Lenhart here with us uh, to do the podcast. Um, as always, we you know, give a little recap of the past week and a little preview the next week and talk a bit of state duels. Um, we're actually going to mix it up. When we had Andy on last time, we had talked about him more at the end. I will start with Cam earlier. Uh, as always, you can send us questions over Twitter or ask us to look at something. I even asked the guys if they wanted to have any questions for you, Cam, but uh, all they had was stuff about Twitter. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a little something in my throat the last couple of days, so I might be coughing and clearing my throat a bit too. But Cam, you're the JV head coach, you're a assistant football coach too. I, I didn't know what if you had a specific. Yeah, I worked. A, yeah, I worked a lot with the freshmen this year, football wise. So I would say more of a freshman coach for football, but helped out on the varsity side Friday nights mm -hmm. more. Cool. I got a question for you, Cam. The, did you realize what you're getting into when you're doing a podcast now? And No, uh, I did not. But And uh, got some smoking curtains coming up this week. I don't know if you've heard any talkings about oh, that. Of course. <laughs> yep. It's, did not, but I'm excited to be a part of it. This is awesome. Okay. Yeah, we're a little, I don't know if we're over the top or not, but uh, um, Craig's a professional flow wrestling guy, and they, they put on events that, uh, you, know, uh, you know, quality events that, you have some excitement, so I guess he's kind of bringing it to, to Bennington Wrestling and even Bennington High School a little bit. With the, you may you may see some smoking stuff at uh, some football games in the future too. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yep. So uh, I guess tell everybody that doesn't know, you know, <clears throat> past coaching experience stuff like that. Yeah, with uh, wrestling and everything, I spent the last five years at Fairbury, where I was a football coach and wrestling coach there, and actually a junior high track coach um, as well, but. Sticking more with the football and wrestling. Uh, worked for Coach Garfield for those five years. And in previous, before that, when I was still a student at Doan, I was under Matt Anderson at Crete. And so I've been around two other coaches um, who've had some success at where they've been. Um, so it's been really good to learn. Cool. Yeah, and uh, I guess tell people about your wrestling accolades and that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I went to Central City as a high school and four-time state qualifier, did medal as a sophomore one year. Um, and so fell in love with the sport growing up and through it and had to stick with it once we got to college and, and on. Yeah, we like to learn some of your secrets from Central City about the riding legs, some finer points, I guess you'd say. Um, any, I guess one thing I had written down was what are your thoughts about Bennington versus the other schools you've been at between Fairbury and Central City and elsewhere? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been off. Interesting to see how other coaches run their run their practices. Really, um, see what technique teams focus on. Mm -hmm. um, I know when we were at Crete, we did a lot of wing series and that kind of stuff. Central City, obviously, we were legs growing up. Um, Fairbury, we had a mix of kind of everything. And back to here, it seems like this year our wings seem to be the thing. But um, we, we there's a lot of technique that goes in uh, to it, and I'm just learning and enjoying enjoying the process. Anything else? You got it, or you want to talk about not specifically? Not specifically, we... but I know you've been a great addition to our team, and, and uh, you know we've picked up a few things. Anybody we caught coming in from other programs, um, we I picked their brains, and and uh, we've got a nice drill I really like. Uh, really pushes the kids, works them hard. Uh, you know some techniques that are going to help us out. So uh, been a great addition to our team, and I know when I first heard about you're coming, my first thought is. You wrestled at Central City with Garfield, um, and then you coached at uh, Fairbury with the other Garfield twin. Yep. And uh, you know I have tremendous respect for both those guys, both as coaches and as as a person. And so I knew we were getting a great addition, no matter what happened. And and it's pretty much exceeded my expectations at this point. So that's that's a positive. So. I appreciate it. I guess uh, we'll just start diving into things like. Uh, recap of the week with practice and other things obviously with a couple duels on tuesday and thursday a little bit shorter on the practice end and then of course friday we had fun snow so guys got to have practice this morning we're recording on saturday so uh 
We just got done a couple hours ago with practice, three hours ago, I guess. But uh, any any comments about how practice went this week? And uh, well, I mean, it's always hard <laughs> to talk about practice, but um, you know, kind of a short week of practice. Uh, the uh, JV only had two practices this week, and varsity three. So um, you know, we we really needed to go today to keep things going as far as our conditioning and all that. And when we got snowed out yesterday um you know fortunately the weather was much better today so we could practice today and kids had a great practice i thought today mm -hmm. you know especially for a morning um when they could have you know they could have been disappointed well they were you know they did they wanted the day off you know obviously because um you know garrett had a big uh party last night and a big slumber <laughs> party too a couple of guys did overnight but uh um you know and and uh, so they would rather slept in, but uh, you know they came in with a lot of energy and, and uh, had a good practice today. So that was that was good. So yeah, that's about all the excitement for practice. Unless you know of anything that have any more excitement to add to that. <laughs> yeah, just normal second half of season practices, where just tweaking things we find in competitions and go from there. I guess. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I guess we'll dive into competition Monday. We had the JV at Oakland Craig. Um, I think it was about 4.30 start there. Did you get to see any of the national championships, the real question? We did. We made it home just in time to catch the, the last uh, half, really. Um, so we made it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the hard part about Oakland Craig. I guess we can dive into specifics on it. I'll let you lead the way, Cam. You betcha. Yeah, we uh, we took 10 kids down there. Uh, we're missing one, unfortunately, due to sickness. So we took 10, and overall we medaled seven. So it was a really, really good day for us. Um, I'll talk to first three, you know, um, Blaine, Drew, and Joey were the three, unfortunately, who did not medal. But two of those guys were very, very close. Blaine lost a really tough one in the semis. Um, he was tied 7-7 seven to seven with the last 10 seconds and accidentally got pulled under and um, unfortunately lost that and drew the same way where he was he was winning two of the matches that he was uh, uh, lost both of them up and then accidentally just got pulled under and, and unfortunately didn't win it. So um, it's good to see that those guys are there competing. I do think they could and should have medaled. Um, Joey on, is our last guy who didn't medal and Joey, you know, him being a first year kid, it's great to just see him come back up and get back up and keep going and going. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you mentioned Joey, you know, that's, that's just something about him. I know he's not having success. Like, uh, you know, as people would think of success, um, one thing about him is he, you know, he, he keeps coming back and never, never quits. I, I respect that tremendously because wrestling is a tough sport. If you don't know what you're. You know, if you're new to it and you're at a big weight class especially and you know and and for him it's it's good for him to get active and and working and being part of a team and so uh that's the one thing i'm real proud about him is that he's 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 staying with it and not not giving up so win or lose you know he's out there trying and so that's that's one positive thing i could say about that yeah i would add on just uh, for the, those who don't know, sometimes JVs, they have to move weights up and down just to get matches. And um, Joey's, he's wrestled kids who wrestle 195. He's also wrestled quite a few heavyweights this year, um, which is a, above his weight class. But he never right. never says anything about it. He says, okay, coach, I'm going to go wrestle. And I really enjoy that about him. Mm -hmm. So going now to the our medalists here at 106, we had a... Two kids at 106 with Connor Rotonia and Connor Wood, um, and both of them had great tournament. Connor uh, Rotonia actually beat Connor Wood in the semifinals, uh, and so uh, Connor then Wood was able to bounce back, win his uh, consolation match, and uh, medal for go for third and fourth, and uh, placed third for him and Rotonia as well. Had a really good tournament. He actually didn't wrestle past 30 seconds in all of his matches, so it's good to see him having success and and figuring it out and then we did the same thing at 126 with walker and dawson where they actually met in the finals uh both had really good tournaments throughout the day uh dawson had um a great match against a skyler kid where he was down a little bit and came back got on top and actually ended up getting the pin walker same as well he had been taken down by a kid from logan view or right after the bat down two nothing for quite some time was able to get a reversal uh, and then get a takedown late and ride the kid out for a 4-2 win and those two had a really good match at the finals. 
uh, with Walker winning 11-6. So it was good to see those two both get after one another and really compete. Um, 132, Gavin. You know, he's been – been injured for a little while with uh, concussion-wise, so it was great to see him back on the mat. And uh, with a little bit of conditioning, I think he'll get right back to where he was. I think that's what came down to in his finals match. He also made it to the finals, uh, losing to a Ron Colley kid. And just the wear and tear of the day, uh, eventually him getting back in the room and working, I think we'll see him getting back to where he was over there. But it was great for him to come out and get a second place. Mm -hmm. Um, Tristan, as well, coming back from an injury. I know he's been back a little bit more, but uh, I think his really first big competition since he's been back. And he actually came out and got third place as well, having to beat a Gretna kid twice. Uh, it was a back-and-forth match both times, one kid getting reversal, then going back and forth, but ended up get, catching him both times and uh, ended up getting fourth there. So it was good to see him. And finishing up with Carter Lurch, who uh, – Started off just a little bit slow, but was able to bounce back and win the next three matches with a pin in his final third-place match of, and get a third-place medal. So overall, really, really good day for, for the Bennington JV guys. Yeah, that one's always a, a busy tournament. It seems like nonstop, one match after the other, because they run like five mats. And five mats. It's crazy. It's fun. <coughs> um, anything else about, about Monday to touch on? Uh, no, I you know I didn't get a chance to get up there, so I did see it. But I tried following what I could on track. But by the time practice over, when you had Badger Elite, then uh, I was getting home just a little bit before you. I saw <laughs> the last couple minutes of the half of the, sec of the second quarter of that game. But uh, uh, and I've tried to make it out there in the past, and, and I think I did one year that they ran really later than that. I, so I've kind of given up on trying because. Half the time I get halfway there and they're calling me say, hey, we're done. But uh, so, anyhow, I guess that's all we got so from guess, there. Then we had, on Tuesday, we went to Syracuse uh, at their house, the the Rumble in the Ring, our Rumble in the Ring duel, uh, our normal, our trophy duel that we've had since uh, we left the EM, or the, the Capital Conference. Um, I think we touched on that plenty last week about you know the what the rumble and the ring duel is and stuff like that so if you're not for sure uh go listen to last week's podcast and we'll explain <laughs> what that is um i guess there's a plug for uh getting people to listen to more if they miss one <laughs> put stuff only in one podcast but uh yeah we went traveled down to there um syracuse traditionally is a pretty tough team um but had a lot of buys this go round. um I don't know if you want to touch. I guess you can t take off from there. Yeah, as a team, they were really good uh, in the early 2000s. and and State uh, runner-up in 2008, I think. Yeah, something like that in Class B. And so, uh, you know, a, a very good team for a lot of years. And, and uh, um, you know, I, they got a new coach in there now. I, he's not really new because he's been there now for probably eight, ten years, maybe. Uh, maybe not quite that much, but uh, – but for quite a while, um, but uh, you know they, they still have some really good individuals. Um, unfortunately, one of their individuals, best individuals, was hurt uh, at one seventy. Um, you know, so uh, that kind of hurt them too. But uh, you know, they have a real good guy at two eighty five, um, and then some of the lighter weights around one oh six, one thirteen. They're uh, they're pretty decent there. So they got some individuals that are pretty tough. Um, unfortunately, they, they did have three opens. Um, you know, and then there's some others, like some small schools, and, you know, something we went through in the mid-'90s, too, where um, you might have a couple opens, and then you have a couple weight classes where kids are just there because you need a body to fill, and that's kind of where they're at um, right now. And uh, But one thing, I, one thing I got out of it and, and – uh, uh, the duel was, uh, uh, you know, they did a lot of uh, good job of hand fighting underneath and, and kind of frustrated some of our guys, so it gave us something to work on. Um, and we, we covered that Wednesday pretty good in practice. Uh, so, you know, it's it's not a total waste. I mean, yeah, we won 54-18, and you think, well, is it really worth going? 
Um, yeah, there's there's questions on whether it is or not, but uh, anytime you can learn from uh, the experience, whether you're blowing them out or, or winning or, or losing, you know, that's that's a positive thing. And so there is, you know, I had a pretty decent sized list uh, for that one duel uh, so of things to work on. So uh, that was positive in that manner that it, gave, it made us a better team, um, even though, uh, you know, we won pretty big. So, but, uh, you know, going kind of breezing through this. I guess we can touch on, the, we had a couple of JV matches uh, to start. Um, I don't know if you want to touch on those. Gavin had a close one. Um, well, <laughs> let, let you, Cam, take that there. Uh, if you want to try to remember what, the, I don't have that on my, right in front of me. I remember who, Gavin won his very close, and, and Drew was winning his, and he got reversed and pinned, or mm-hmm. he got pinned at the end, turned and pinned. But, uh, um, yeah, when I add to that, or I Yeah, same I, thing I, I was saying about Gavin. Uh, once again, I think he's just getting back in the swing of things after coming back from from that concussion, and I think he's just slowly getting better and better. He had some, we'll talk about here in a little bit, with the Takema and Loma um, duel. He had some JV matches as well there. So uh, just see improvement and the the effort getting better and better every day. Okay. Davin, you said you wanted to skim through some of the, the varsity part yeah, of the Yeah, if duel. we have to go in detail in every match, but uh, some of the highlights, um, you know, Jake Steyer had it, one of their tougher wrestlers at 285, and end up getting beat there and uh it was i thought he, he battled him pretty well on his feet they no one could score uh you know the kid was a big kid uh probably close to 285 uh and uh so they yeah, zero to zero we chose down and the kid threw in the legs and you you don't see that a lot in big guys and as soon as he did that i was like oh that's that's not good because you know that's something that jake's not used to um, I know we work on it practice, the leg defense too, and, but uh, it's a lot different in live competition, and he doesn't see that a lot there. And, and uh, yeah, the kid was able to turn him in and get the pin. Um, but, uh, you know, a good solid wrestler. Um, and then, uh, you know, a real close match, uh, Connor Rotonia had at 106 against that Brandt, and that Brandt has a pretty good record. He's He's got – uh, probably 20 plus wins right now um, you know so uh, a very solid wrestler and, and Connor uh, was actually leading most of the way and end up uh, uh, going into overtime and losing in overtime and and I, and I think uh, part of the the reason for uh, him getting beat is, is just a little bit of experience as much as anything um, in the overtime match he got into a position that uh, he needed to adjust and he, I think he adjusted the wrong way in what he was doing. Um, you know, he got underneath the kid and kind of did something, you know, just pulling on the arm, nothing really technique-wise, but uh, he just needs uh, some more experience and, and he'll be fine. But, uh, you know, it was good to see him compete against a quality wrestler like that, uh, you know, for the level of experience he has currently. Well, yeah, Brent's, uh, I think Husker's got him rated number six. At 106, so so yeah, he's right with. I right mean, he, and he was even winning at the. I'd say most of the time, mm-hmm. um, it was just right towards the end he got scored on that uh, sent him to overtime. But uh, so yeah, he's competitive with a, a ranked wrestler, and so that's good. Um, uh, AJ had a had a good wrestler too, um, the Spencer Bridgman. Um, he is. I, I guess you probably have the rankings since you're class C. I haven't paid that close attention to rankings. I was when I was scouting. I was more looking at uh, um, you know how good a wrestler they were and what what we can do rather than rankings because sometimes rankings don't mean a whole lot. But um, but anyhow, he was a long, tall guy. So uh, you know that was a little challenging for AJ at times. But uh, AJ did a nice job. And he finally ended up getting the pin. Uh, with about 10 seconds left in the match. Um, you know, kind of go th- through some of these. Other than that, uh, you know, we won uh, most, just about all the other rest of the match, all but one, and and uh, we kind of were expected to. I don't know if there's really anything um, that came out of any of the matches that's uh, really that exciting, but if you have anything else to add, 
either one of you guys nope, jump right in. Otherwise, really. that's all I got for for that duel. I think the guys had a little fun with the uh, with the trophy on the bus before sending it back up to us. That's that's about it. Well, hopefully, they didn't do anything dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably did, but hopefully, nothing bad. I guess maybe I should. <laughs> dumb and bad can be two different things sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, more often than not. <laughs> um. Yeah, so then uh, Thursday, head up to Logan, Iowa to have a triangular with Takema Herman and, and Logan Magnolia there. Um, the first duel with Takema, uh, 82-0. to zero. Not m- too much to go over. I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on other than, is that the new school record now? Yes, that's a new school record. Um you know, they, they were missing a couple mm-hmm. good wrestlers, unfortunately, for them. Um, you know, and one thing about uh, about that duel, I guess I would say, I mean, there's not much, like you said, to say about it. Um, I, I mean, we scored almost the, – the big most you can score is 84 points, and we came two points away from that. But, uh, um you know, it's just kind of uh, sad for their case. I mean, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Takema Herman's history and, and their program. And, um, you know, they, they've been uh, on top of the state for many, many years during the 70s and 80s and 90s and early 2000s. I mean, they, they were top 10, top 5. Uh, you know, I think they still hold a record for the most team state championships in Class C. Um, you know, and so... Uh, just a storied program that, uh, you know, it's hard to see that uh, fall to that place right now where they're at. And and I know they still got tremendous support in the community and, and uh, um, you know, and, and desire for them to get back. And um, got a new coach here recently. And, <coughs> and so, um, you know, I know it's part of it's just a community, uh, you know, that, people moving away and stuff like that mm-hmm. and and uh that's part of it and uh community shrinking and you know i know that uh, they've looked at uh consolidating with other schools you know the school districts and stuff like that at a time with oakland craig actually and uh haven't yet and you know i don't know all the stories but those are some of the things i've heard so part of it's losing kids and and uh, uh but anyhow um we've had a lot of great traditionally Great duels with them. Um, Time for our weekly plug for the book. <laughs> oh well, you know we probably one of the most famous duels since I've been around was against them when um, we were class in class C, ranked number one in 1990, and they were B, ranked number one. Um, you know, just a tremendous duel and a great story behind that too. But uh, just have to get the book to find the story. Oh man, Craig, you don't let me tell a story, but you can tell a story. <laughs> well, well, since we're only on a couple duels, we're going to be done so fast. Um, maybe I will, but uh, I guess the story all started, you know, nineteen ninety, number one versus number one, and and the week before we we're at the High Plains Invite, and back then it was Clark's, and and uh, staying at a hotel that between uh, the first day and the second day, and. Uh, Takema fans were in the same place, and they had a table out with a bunch of uh, food and and drinks there, and and so they saw. And I was assistant coach at the time, and Coach Tickle was a head coach, and so they invited us down there to talk to him. And Guy Mitty was there, and um, the people who know Guy, he's, you know, he's passed away, but he's one of the icons of of wrestling in Nebraska, and I mean, there's awards named after him and stuff, but. Uh, he's, uh, he's down there and he's talking to us. And, and at that time we had this young guy, Steve Costanzo and, <laughs> and, uh, guy didn't ru- like how he wrestled because Takema was, they didn't like to go on their feet at all. They, you know, you get takedown, you, you work some arm bars and you turn them and pin them. And that was how, that was the way they wrestled and they were good at it. And, and so they didn't like this newfangled take him down let him up stuff that steve did and so he didn't like his style of wrestling and so he made a comment to to coach tickle said that uh you know when when steve gets beat at state the crowd's gonna go gonna boom and and coach tickle didn't really like that either and you know so he said well he, he you'll be glad to know that uh steve's gonna bump up against 
uh, and their returning state champ is Brandoff at the time. And uh, so, uh, you know, so he, he could see him starting thinking. And uh, so anyhow, that's after we talked for a while and left and everything. And uh, and that week, that Thursday, of course, we had that duel. And, and you know, number one versus number one. And it's in their gym and a, in a packed gym. And uh, even uh, teams from... Uh, other teams came over to watch the duel. I know Hooper Logan View was there, and and a few other people came in to watch it because it's a big duel. And and uh, sure enough, we came to that that weight class. We bump up, and and uh, Steve goes ahead and tech falls his guy like twenty five to <laughs> ten or something like that. Um, and, uh, and then we went on to win the duel pretty easily, and and uh, you know so kind of exciting and. I didn't realize, and they end up, end up third, I think, that year. They didn't win state in Class B, uh, but uh, talking to Buck Rasmussen, who at that time he said he was uh, uh, one of the student managers for him. He said that uh, that duel, uh, you know, that loss to Braniff when when Steve just, I mean, he just tore him apart and didn't even like he played with him and and uh, and and beat him so bad that the team just was so deflated that. They end up losing that, and he says it. It was like they had mentally affected him the whole season. They just were, you know, weren't the same after that. I mean, this is coming from Buck, so I I don't know, but uh, hey, we have plenty of other ones, and I know I'm sure uh, Dan Parrish, AJ's dad, could could tell you a lot of stories too about some some great duels with Takema back in his day in the '80s, and and uh, you know we had some other ones too, but. Uh, we had another while well, we're at, I guess, real quick one. We, I don't remember what year it was, but uh, we weren't rated, and they were number one and ranked number one in Class C, and and uh, went up to their house and and beat them in a duel. And I just remember coming home from on the bus ride, the kids were just all uh, pretty excited. So, <laughs> anyhow, a lot of history there, but unfortunately, like I said last week, history doesn't wrestle now, and and uh, so it was kind of sad to see, um, you know that where their program is at and hopefully they can get that back because i know that means a lot to their community and, and there's a lot of a lot of good people out there that care up there about wrestling so um anyhow uh that's really all i got for them i mean nothing really go over and duel the matches himself yeah nothing really to add we were done in right around 15 minutes so i think lurch's match lasted as long as the, the duel <laughs> And then uh, the the big matchup of the night, uh, we faced Logan Magnolia. Uh, Logan's they're rated number three in uh, Iowa in duels in Class One A, and people are wondering, oh, what's Class One A compared to Bennington? And they're smaller. Um, yeah, they're smaller than Bennington. They're like the size of Wahoo or Roncalli, and and really One A is like half a Class B and all of C and all of D combined. So <clears throat> you know them being. They're this, like I said, they're the size of Wahoo, Ron Colley, so it's just, you know, there's similar size competition we see in Class B. So uh, even though they're the, quote, small school class, they're they're not that tiny. Um, but, yeah, rated number number three in Iowa in duels and somewhere around six in in individual tournaments and five, six in individual tournaments, and they are uh, they got a number of rated kids as well. So Number three in duels, I guess I didn't look up the duel <coughs> rankings. I should have because i've been in talking about them being number five but uh, actually since we wrestled the duel i should have quoted the duel ranking that's even more impressive i guess yeah they're five in in individuals and and three in duels at least for like iawrestle.com has them there and at three and so does the predicament so they're pretty dang tough in duels to say the least yeah and they got a great history there too um in duels i think you mentioned that you you got that there, Craig, still? How many times they've been to the state duel tournament? And, um, I know uh, they had a banner up that had like six or seven, and I'm like, that's not – They that's had two not, banners up oh. they ran out of room. Oh, okay. I didn't out. see the other one. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I read somewhere last week that they had qualified for state duels like 15 out of the last 18 years or something. So they're pretty good, at, to say the least. And, and they're always – 
there we were talking to the boys about it today afterward recap you know when we were going over stuff about the duel and they're very good very very good at doing the basics very well little things like hip pressure when a guy shoots in and you're you know sprawling trying to get away or you know forward pressure off the whistle just some of the not not digging your arms underneath that sort of thing being in a good front headlock position so some of the the basics they're real good at the small details that makes them really really tough to to compete against and if you are good at the basics you're going to win a whole lot of matches um and then the fancy stuff comes after that but <coughs> i guess I don't, we started at 120 uh with hunter anderson yeah um trying to pull it up here i'm having trouble i don't my my laptop's going crazy here right now i i can't get into the i was able to get into the syracuse duel but can't get into this one now and it's freezing up but i'm trying a couple things maybe i can but i suppose i'll try talking as we as i search and if not i'll just give up and go by memory um I know we started the duel in, in probably the toughest place to start for them, right in the strength of their lineup. And, and I knew that based off of what I had done scouting-wise. Um, you know, and, and it's determined by a coin flip, so it's uh, – or not a, not a coin flip, but a draw. Um, you know, they drew for where you the start the, the duel at. And uh, so that's just – pure chance it's not we did it on purpose and, and it was the worst place to start for as far as their strength of the lineup but in a way it was also one of the best places to start as far as making the duel exciting and uh in the end um so uh you know but uh right away um uh trying to think of hunter's opponent was uh uh, I think he was ranked, or if not, he was very good. I know that. So I knew that was going to be very tough. Uh, same thing uh, at 126. They had a kid that was that was extremely tough. So Yeah, Hunter's kid is uh, ranked number one. Yeah. So he's kind of tough. <laughs> yep. So I knew there's something around there. Um, so, uh, you know, very tough way to start. Uh, so we got down right away at uh, 12 points. Um uh, and then uh, um, Robert comes up, or actually Matthew Coe, <laughs> sorry, Matthew Coe comes up after that. Uh, very tough opponent. You know, I, you know, and one of the things I do, and I, I'm sure I explained it before, but it might as well again in case somebody's just starting. You know, I'll go through the lineup, and I'll, I'll, I'll predict how we're, how we're going to do against their opponent, um, whether we win, lose. Uh, that gives me an idea of where we're at uh, in the duel and what we need to do as far as moving around or if there's anything we can do. Um, you know, and I had Matthew getting beat in this match. Uh, you know, record-wise, that kid had a much better record than Matthew. Um, you know, I know Matthew's been wrestling very well, but uh, so is this kid. And, it, and you know, Brady Thompson from Logan Magnolia, and and the name is familiar. And so I know he's he's pretty good. And so. Um, you know, Matthew ended up getting an 11 to 6, six win, and, uh, you know, that's a, a five-point win. That's, that's a pretty solid win over a guy that really had a pretty good record and, and, a, and a good wrestler, and he, and he did well. And not, not just that he had a good record. I mean, he did well wherever he wrestled. And, and so very solid win uh, for Matthew. And, you know, there, that was, there was probably four or five matches I thought were key um, to us, whether we win the duel or not, because um, coming into it, um, you know, I had them, uh, ahead 30, uh, 36 to 30 over us. Um, but there were some key matches and that was one of them right there that, and, you know, we, we ended up getting the win where I thought we were going to lose. Um, so that was, um, you know, uh, very good for us. Uh, Robert came up next. Uh, he had a real tough match with this kid last year, went into like triple overtime or something like that and ended up losing that. And, uh, but this time end up uh, end up losing by two in, in regulation. So, you know, those two guys are pretty equal uh, last year and pretty equal still. Um, but uh, there's, there's something we got out of that, and we went over today with Robert uh, that if I think if he would have reacted a little bit differently, I think maybe he scores or, or at least doesn't get scored on in two situations. And, and 
you know, that could change the outcome of the match. So hopefully it's something that uh, Robert will be come better out of because of that. And, and I'm, yeah, I'm sure he will. I mean, he's, he's an intelligent wrestler and a, you know, a smart kid. So, um, so I think he'll, he will be better now. Uh, then we come to Colby puck, um, you know, and he was another one of those matches that looking on paper, um, you know, I, I don't see how we're going to win this one. I, and it, or it was actually, I thought it was gonna be close, but I had them win in two. Um, and, uh, you know, this kid had a, a better record than Colby also. And, uh, so I was expecting that that one, you know, I, I knew that would be a toss up, but, uh, I thought they probably based off record that they would win that Colby comes out and gets 11 to four win. So real good, um, you know, good win there and, and uh, you know, helped us out uh, with the duel quite a bit. So now we got two two of the toss-ups that we had in their favor going our way. So that was that was uh, uh, real good at that point. Uh, but we're still uh, down quite a bit. See, at that point, um, let's see, we're trying to do the math here real After quick. After Colby's match, we were down uh, 14, 14 to 3. Uh, yep, fourteen to three. So, uh, no six, fourteen six, to six. Yeah. So, uh, down fourteen to six, still in the in the battle. Um, and Connor Breck comes up, and um, Connor got a, a lucky break there. There that uh, their uh, uh, stud that was ranked number one or two time finalist was was injured, so he didn't uh, didn't wrestle. Although, uh, you know, going into it, my plans were. Uh, to move Connor up because I thought Connor could get a win at 160, um, and uh, you know we put somebody else in the, to take the pin there, uh, but uh, unfortunately it didn't work out. Uh, you know their you know their kid is a pretty decent wrestler. I, I still think Connor could have won that match. Uh, you know he ended up getting pinned in the first period, but as uh, I think he just made a little bit of mistake and kind of got tossed to his back and and uh, you know it was over and that's you know it's, it's unfortunate sometimes those things happen and. Um, you know, when it happened against you, that's terrible. When it happened for you, that's great. And um, you know, but uh, uh, that was, uh, you know, I was kind of concerned about that. Uh, it really changed the outcome of the duel. Um, if anything, it kind of made it back to where it didn't matter if their their stud was out. Uh, um, so, uh, you know, they can't complain that hey, you know, we we were missing our best, well, one of our best guys. They got a lot of real good guys, <laughs> but. Uh, um, you know, so, uh, and then, uh, you know, Tristan comes up and, and, uh, you know, they have a decent wrestler there and, and Tristan, like you said earlier, he's just coming off an injury, so he's not quite in shape yet. And, and, you know, and still experience wise, um, you know, yeah, needs some more time on the mat and, um, you know, so he ends up getting pinned. And so now, um, shoot, what are we down by then? Uh, 26-6. 26-6. Yeah. Good thing we've got a math teacher here. <laughs> uh, you know, 26-6, that's starting to get into the territory of we might be in trouble if we, we don't start doing something. Um, and and I knew that I knew they had a very tough 285-pounder that it, uh, we got to be concerned about. But other than that, I thought we had decent chances along the way. Like a tough 220-pounder, too. Yes. You know, oh, yeah, tough 220-pounder. I mean, that – uh, that could have gone either way too at the time, uh, you know. When you're looking at uh, both their records and also uh, looking at both their rankings, you know, that could go either way. Uh, but uh, Logan Burmester come up and and he had a uh, you know this Oviat um, that's a, a well known name around Logan Magnolia, uh, great wrestlers uh, in the past, and so you got to be concerned about that. Um, you know, Logan's been wrestling great, especially lately. Um, you know, did a nice job getting a pin, uh, starting to get us back on, on track again. And, uh, you know, Luke McDonald goes out there, gets a pin. Um, uh, so now we're rolling and, and Hunter Thompson comes up and, and wrestles a marathon match with, with the blood time and everything <laughs> else. And a uh, nice job getting a 10 to one major decision over the guy. I think if he wouldn't have bled so much, he might have gotten a pin because we had to keep taking breaks. And so you restart, and when you restart, then it takes you a while to get things going and putting the guy in the back. But if you can continue to wrestle, you might be able 
put them on his back so he can get a pin. But uh, anyhow, they end up with uh, 10 to 1 win, uh, you know, getting bonus points. So that was good. And now, now we're now we're getting back in it um, in, into the duel. And then uh, next, Garrett comes up and. Um, I think you got the rankings over there, Craig. What what that Johnson's rated? Yeah, uh, Rex Johnson. He's uh, I think he's rated as high as number four in uh, in Iowa. So pretty dang good kid. Yeah, and um, you know, a tall guy too, and long, and so that always concerns me on their leverage. Um, you know, you don't see a lot of tall guys because they end up playing basketball. But um, I love tall wrestlers because they got great leverage you got great reach and and uh they could do a lot of things and and uh, so um a little concerned that, that he might give garrett some trouble uh but uh he didn't <laughs> garrett he actually garrett looked like he was in in a bad situation at one point and i know coach we were talking about that that uh and garrett did a nice job of getting his hips out and scrambling and ended up on top that the, and I think you'd mentioned that that guy probably wondered what's going on. What do we got to do? Yeah, no, exactly. As uh, a lot of kids would finish the takedown from where they were, but Garrett, like you said, was able to get his hips out and get back, and he scored. I think that set the tone from the match that uh, this kid wasn't ready for what Garrett had the rest. Yeah, and Garrett ended up uh, putting him on his back and pinning him in the, in the second period. So, uh, you know, just a tremendous match for Garrett to, to beat someone at that level. Um, then next uh, – Jake Steyer, uh, you had this Barrett Pitt. Uh, you got ratings on him. I know that guy was rated too. Yeah, I think he's rated. Uh, he's rated as high as number two in Iowa. Yeah, and you know, I thought Jake the way he started, he wrestled him very well. Uh, you know, they're battling in there. Uh, I mean, the guy wasn't just mauling him over or anything like that. It, it, Jake was in there fighting with him, and uh, and actually at one point as they went out of bounds. Jake caught him on his back. Um, that if they would have been in the middle of the mat, he would have been on his back, and and uh, I, I, you know, who knows what would happen. I think he would. I think he would have held him there for a while because it was. It looked like it, but problem is they end up out of bounds, and it would have been nice to get that in the middle of the mat. Maybe Jake get a pin, and and uh, you know, but uh, I think that made the guy more mad than anything, and you know, and, and uh, so, uh, but. Uh, I thought Jake wrestled him very well for the quality of, of the opponent that he had. Um, you know, and Jake's coming along, and, I mean, he's still got ways to go and has to channel his energy more into his matches and then uh, get distracted mentally, if you know what I mean. But uh, uh, anyhow, uh, and it, that kid ended up uh, turning him and pinning him um, in the second period, and you know, and heavyweights just when they get on top it's you know when you're on your back there's there's not much bridging uh you know it's not like a 106 pounder on your chest i mean <laughs> it's a 285 pound senior i think on and on top of him and but uh I, you know i was pleased with how he wrestled um i like I, you know i was a little disappointed in some of the action in the middle but uh, but overall how he wrestled i was pleased but um, we just uh, hey, he's, he's just got to keep working and keep getting better, and uh, someday he'll be doing that to kids when his senior year. Is. Um, so then we're uh, we're down at that point after that yes, we're, we're still down. What's the, what's the score now? So I believe we're down by four. I, there, because uh, well, it was thirty. No, it was twenty-four to thirty-two at that time. When when uh, K or when. When Jake finished, um, because it was 30 to – oh, no, 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 you're right. It was 28. All right, 28. Okay, yeah, we're down. 28. All right, yeah, that's right. All right. But uh, so, yeah, we're still down. Uh, you know, Kale came up. And, uh, you know, I, you know, Kale's uh, – you know, he had no trouble with his opponent, pinned him in the first period. And, and uh, you know, I, uh, that kid was a good wrestler, but uh, – uh, you know, certainly no match for for Kale's. He's nowhere close to Kale's level, and so Kale did his job, got the pin, gave us a two point lead at that point. Um, but uh, you know that that doesn't matter because if they win their match, they win the duel. We win, we win the duel. So came down to the last match uh, of the day, um, 
Yeah, Sean Thompson. What's he rate? I think seven, I believe. Um, it might have updated since uh, we looked, but I see him rated tenth right now. You know, IA Russell, or no, on the predicament. Um, I think it was on Flow that you found Flow wrestling rankings. Oh yeah, yep. He's uh, rated number seven on Flow, um, which I'm sure you would say are the <clears throat> best rankings. Anyhow. Of course they are, and uh, you know he's. 27 and one, so he's only lost once this year, and that's yeah, deserving so, of a good ranking in Iowa. So um, now we got two <coughs> two rated wrestlers to battle it out to who's going to win the duel, and and uh, AJ did a real nice job uh, winning six to zero um, over a kid that's only lost one match all year. Uh, that's tremendous, and you know, and, and with the the pressure that could have been on him at being a freshman. And I think that kid's a sophomore, so at least mm-hmm. he's a, had a year of, a, of uh, experience at the uh, high school level. Where, you know, I know AJ's had a lot of experience at, at many levels, but, uh, uh, you know, so, but, uh, you know, in the pressure of high school and the big gym and, you know, everybody's screaming and, you know, because they packed their gym. Uh, you know, that's a lot of pressure put on a young kid and, AJ did a fantastic job. Didn't bother him one bit and went out one six to zero. So that was a huge win for him and a huge win for the team, too. Because you know this is going to really help us not only on our you know making us better wrestlers, but also on our state uh, dual points. Because like I said, they're they're a great dual team and and uh, that's going to help us out a lot. Yep. So one thirty two to or thirty seven to thirty two. Against Logan Magnolia, left happy, yep. I guess. <coughs> Coach, you Guys, see anything or you, that you thought about that I didn't uh, in, didn't add to this or didn't put in here? No, I just want to touch on what you just said a little bit ago. Um, the one, At that one point in time, we were down 26-6, and like you said, the gym was loud. Uh, they had all the momentum going for them, and I don't think once our kids thought uh, we can't win this, which was is a positive thing to see, you know, coming back right away in Burmester and McDonald getting their wins as they were, they brought us right back in. It kind of quieted the crowd a little bit. Uh, so when you get to see that, and it, it was a fun atmosphere for those who weren't there. <laughs> it was a really fun atmosphere. It brings you back kind of a small town gym, and um, like I said, it was really loud at points in the time. So kudos to our kids for fighting through that, and like you said to AJ, not feeling the pressure, or if he was handling it with ease and and getting uh-huh. what, getting done what he needed to do so that's what i saw yeah you bring up a good point that uh, i've noticed out of our kids this year is that they don't they don't get down if you know they're getting beat um, we saw that um, at the fracas um, especially against uh, cheyenne east where a couple of our kids got down as many as five points fought back and went one um, you know and obviously here you're right with teams get on a roll like that uh, you know they're hard to stop, and and our guys they didn't phase them one bit. Um, you know that was you know why, why I said being starting in the worst place. Well, yeah, that's what I'm worried about is them getting on a roll and our guys kind of getting down, and then then we lose the close matches that we should have won, and uh, or you know or could have won either way. Then we then you start losing those, you start end up on the losing side and and uh, lose the duel. But that, none of that phases our guys. They they fight and fight and fight. So I. That's one thing about our team this year that I'm really proud of. They they never quit and they fight all the way to the end and and uh, come out ahead more than they coming out behind mm-hmm. so far. We also got a lot of JV matches there. They set up two mats so we could have uh, JVs going uh, in the meantime. And uh, Logan's got a pretty pretty big roster, so I don't know if there's anything you wanted to touch on with JV you'd mentioned. Yeah, I do. Um, what, we got every kid a JV match besides one, which was awesome to see, just more time wrestling. We had a, a couple kids even get two matches, which you don't see very often when matching on JV, so that was really good. But one match that really stuck up, stuck, stood out was Dawson Frost's match. And talking to the coach beforehand, they, they told us the, the kid he had to wrestle, and I know Walker wrestled him as well, um, but they said would fit in their lineup if they had another spot. Uh, and they say he was a talented kid, just didn't fit in at 126 because they already had some studs there that we've talked about previously. Um, and so Dawson was down by quite a bit late in the period, but it was great to see him 
come back and battle. He actually ended up taking the kid down, cradling him up, putting him on his back, um, brought the match within four to three points and had another opportunity to put him in a cradle again and just fortunately didn't have enough time. But what we just talked about with our kids, it's at all levels, whether it's the varsity or the JV, they're finding ways to battle back. Um, Walker just in general, I know he has the same uh, ability where he can he can catch somebody. And from the matches that we've seen in the past, he gets in some crazy situations <laughs> and some some moves he says he invents on his own um but it's I'm just, just, just Beatrice duel. <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> it's awesome to see these guys at, at all levels battle through and and do really well so Alrighty, so <clears throat> boys left happy the boys actually left happy even more so because they knew at that point we weren't having school the next day we had to get them to like quit worrying about the fact that they didn't have school the next day and focus on the duel for a moment but they they were got their focus back after everybody calmed down after finding out they got the text message or the phone call that said school was canceled the next day and all excited to have a saturday practice or i don't think that's what they were excited about but <laughs> <clears throat> so definitely a, a, a big win on thursday um <clears throat> anything else you want to talk about on on that one not that i could think about on on this duel here so i think i covered everything so, uh, upcoming week, um, we got JV uh, on Monday, a duel on Thursday, Lexington on Saturday. So, practice-wise, kind of similar to to this past week. Um, I guess the only thing I can think of as far as practice and other other general schedule stuff is that is you know practice and when we're leaving for Lexington. Yeah, and I'll be getting an email out sometime early this week about. The schedule there, um, the plans are to, to practice uh, after school on Friday night, um, then, um, you know, and, and get done, at, have a hard stop at, at 5 o'clock, get done and get loaded up, get the guys getting get in a shower, of course, because there's a four-hour drive on a bus, and then uh, uh, being ready by 5.30 to, to go, to load up on the bus and get going, because um, we want to get there at a reasonable time that they can get into the rooms, get settled, and, and get to sleep right away because it's very early morning weigh-ins uh, out there in Lexington. So, um, you know, that's kind of the the general overview of the schedule, but I'll send more details out in emails, uh, especially what what the parents should be ready for and expect and all that as, you know, far as times and, and uh, you know, there's always a question what they should bring to eat and everything and, and uh, all that. But... Uh, you know, if, uh, but there's not going to be a whole lot of time between practice and, and when the bus leaves. So uh, they're going to have to figure out, might have to figure out how to uh, get the clothes that they need and, and their coolers and whatever else for their food to them, whether they bring it or, um, you know, some of their clothes might be able to sneak home real fast and get it and quick shower. And um, some of them, some parents might have to just bring it up, meet us at the school. And that's kind of what we've done the last several years since we've been doing this. So, yep. Um, but starting off on Monday, we got JV at Elkhorn. They start off at four thirty. Um, I guess one thing I wanted to mention about Elkhorn is, you know, I, I think it'd be it's real good for, you know, everybody that can to go out and support the guys at this tournament and, and really uh, support the tournament in general because uh, Elkhorn used to have a varsity tournament this time of year. But uh, they had to drop that, and uh, this is their only one. So I think it's good just in, in general for wrestling to, to go out and support their their one JV tournament that they have now. <clears throat> and, but, and support our guys, our JVs, wrestlers. <coughs> just like, and they're, no, they're just like our varsity. They're just as important as our varsity guys. They're the ones pushing the varsity. They're you know wrestling off of the spots, and that, that makes our varsity guys better. And, and a lot of those guys, you know, they're going to be – uh, they're going to be in the lineup someday. And some uh, of them do get in the lineup throughout the year. Yep, some of them do, and, and some of them were last year on the you know, in the varsity lineup, and uh, you know just couldn't find a spot this year. Just how things worked out, and, um, and uh, but I see next year a lot of those guys are going to be in there and even down the road. So uh, you know that's this is very important development for them, and and one thing that uh, Elkhorn has and uh, has in the past at least, um, and actually still does see in their sheet. Uh, they have a team plaque for the for the champion team, and they, they keep score. Um, you have only one score per weight, 
you know, so like at 106, we got two guys. Um, you know, we have to indicate who we're going to score. So hopefully that guy wins or, you know, finishes higher. But, uh, um, yeah, but even the, the non-scorer, like, uh, you know, like say, like say at 106, if Connor Wood uh, and gets in the finals with Batonia and, you know, he what he does is knocks other teams out and helps the team in those ways. So, um, you know, there's a chance for a team – team trophy too if the guys do well and so maybe that's something too to be exciting to go watch you know not only supporting the guys but the team and and maybe they can bring home a plaque themselves and and uh you know let's see the the varsity hasn't brought well i guess we had last week i say i haven't brought home a team championship yet but i guess they did last week well i was gonna say jv might have bragging rights over them if, they, <laughs> if uh but anyhow the varsity already got it um is there anything else on the Elkhorn? Yeah, I mean, there's not, usually not a lot you could talk about. Yeah, just three mats, and, and we'll talk probably more about it next week. Um, Tuesday, not Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Omaha Burke comes to town. Um, it's it's a senior and parents' night. Uh, JV will start off at 6 o'clock. Um, we do JV, then the parents' night stuff, and then, yes. and then we start the duel roughly around 7 um kind of already sort of touched on at the beginning of the podcast but we got something special planned so you want to be there just i'm gonna put it out there you want to be there yeah we'll have it streamed if if you can't be but you only get to see the mat on the stream you won't get to see the extra fun stuff that we have planned for them craig's always got some things going on so be ready (laughs) um yeah and and, uh, i haven't talked to the club coaches yet but i'm gonna you know usually one duel we we like to see them at least come and and uh, I, I'm pretty sure the band is playing too for us to start with, uh, um, you know. So we're actually going to move it to the main gym, um, you know, just because, uh, you know, we're expecting a bigger crowd, and and I don't think the little gym would hold it, and that's a positive thing. Um, but we're also going to talk to the club coaches, see, because they're having practice going on, and and if they can come out for a while and and watch, and and uh, so they might be out there. You might have about 50 kids out there in the stands and maybe more and, and uh, cheering. So hopefully you got uh, – uh, plus Craig's extracurricular activities he's got going on. So, yeah, it's a duel you don't want to miss and and uh, should be exciting and hopefully send the seniors out on top and, um, you know, their senior night. and um, You know, Omaha Burke, uh, they're a very, very tough team. Uh, they're not sure what they're rated, but I know they're a, definitely a top 10 team uh in class a um they're at number seven um at least husker mass got them seven on i think it's just individual rankings there <coughs> um, yeah and i in i haven't gone through scott a lot but i did just a little bit of looking at him uh already and and it's going to be a tough duel it's going to be a close one i mean that's that's expected and um you know that we might need to make some adjustments to help us out i I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I uh, got to get more in depth on that yet, and kind of waiting to see after some of the results from the Metro tournament this weekend. See how the kids do, but uh, um, it's definitely gonna be a good one. That's for sure, one way or another. Yep. Well, and then we mentioned a little bit ago that you know Friday night we head out to Lexington. That's a eight forty-five. They actually have JV in one gym and varsity in the other, and JV starts at eight forty-five. Varsity starts at nine, and he can go back and forth between gyms if if you want to catch a lot of action. But uh, out there at Lexington, the John Higgins Invitational. Um, we see a lot of Western teams, Central teams. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a real good one for us. I mean, it is all the time. I mean, first of all, we get to see kids uh, from the West that we normally don't, um, you know, before the state tournament. So that's great exposure there. Um, Garing will be there. That's that's a big positive for us because they're uh, one of the top five teams in the state that we got to contend with, and and so there's some head-to-head matchups that we want to see there. Hopefully, we get a chance to wrestle them, and yeah, that's the only challenge with the individual tournaments. If you're on the wrong side of the bracket and you don't meet up somehow, uh, at least you don't you don't get to see them. But uh, but we'll get to see them in person and maybe do be able to do a little bit of scouting if we're not too busy, which we're usually going back and forth yeah. in matches. So, um, 
But anyhow, we get to see some good competition with that. Go um, see Hastings while we're there. Hastings is there. They're the number one team, uh, you know, right now in in Class B and in uh, see Adam Central is also there. Uh, you know, so there's gonna be some great matchups there with our guys. Um, I know that uh, uh, we like to see uh, their 106 and 113 pounders. Um, like to wrestle those two guys. Because uh, those are going to be key matches down at state, uh, you know. With, with Garing, they got a returning state champ, uh, one thirteen uh, that we'd like to see too. Um, wish we could set it up ourselves. Let's just set up the brackets so, so we get our guys on the same side and get to see everybody. Yeah, and, and uh, Norfolk is another tough team. Obviously, we've dueled them earlier in the year. They're very tough. Uh, Southwest is is there, uh, Lincoln Southwest. That is. Um, you know they're they're a solid team. We dueled them earlier. Um, you know Scott City, Kansas usually brings a, some good kids. Uh, you know I don't know where they're at this year, but I know they've been rated in, in uh, Kansas several years. Um, uh, some of the other top teams, North Platte has some individual studs out there. Um, Beatrice, we've seen them a lot already. <laughs> we'll see them again. Uh, travel all the way out there to see them again. Uh, Ray, Colorado. Uh, you know, I, I heard a lot of good things about them trying to, uh, you know, I haven't got to look in depth yet at that tournament, but, uh, uh, I hear they got some really tough kids and, uh, and somebody at 113 that's supposed to be a super stud. And, um, so yeah, a lot of great quality wrestling, um, you know, for, our, for our team. And, and so it's gonna be real good for us, um. Uh, and also our JV get to go out there, and, and uh, they got their tournament uh, also going on, like sitting in a second gym. So great experience for all our guys. Uh, you know, the quality of wrestling we, we're going to see and, and uh, um, you know, also the uh, experience the different, uh, maybe different styles that we normally don't always see. So a big tournament then. He's um, a dig in the – State duels wild card as of uh, this afternoon. Like I said, it's Saturday. At, so at one twenty, I checked the standings, meaning there's probably a bunch of duels today that aren't included. So who knows? It might change by the time this podcast come out. But we're sitting in fifth with 44.7083 points. So we haven't moved anywhere as far as, uh, you know, we're in the standings. We're still in top eight. Um Things we we're talking before about how things are really starting to shake out more here as we're getting closer to the end of the season. We've only got two duels left, so our points won't change too much uh, more. You know, as long as we do what we're supposed to do, and they might change a little <coughs> bit with other teams because mm-hmm. one thing you kind of forget about is not only who you wrestle at that current time, but also people you wrestled in the past. Um, you know, for example, you got Beatrice sitting right at eleven and eight. Um, now I think they're going to just get better. Uh, I, you know they're they're a solid team, but uh, they were below 500 before because they went to the fracas and had a rough time there. Uh, you know because you know they were well they ended up in our pool and our pool was tough you know, and uh, end up taking a lot of losses in our pool the second day. Um, but uh, when they got over 500, all of a sudden, even though we wrestled them a few weeks ago, that bumped us up in points and especially dueling them twice, it was like double bonus. So. Uh, you know, yet there's still things are working out. I think this weekend things will change or, or really start shaking out because um, there's a, a big dual tournament out at uh, Gothenburg today um, and a few other duels going on. I see a lot of teams, uh, you know, like Garing, who's only got four duels so far. They're going to they're gonna have a bunch more. Um, so that will kind of work itself out where they're at. Um you know, they're number one right now uh, in points. Um, I, I think they're going to be one of the top teams in the end anyway. But uh, uh, you'll see Adam Central, they're 13-0. Um, you know, what will happen there, I don't know. I know that their coach said that their strength is coming up with their schedule. But, um, I mean, I think they're almost done with duels too. Um, Pierce is only 4-1, and one, so they got. I think they're in a – tournament two somewhere and mccook four and one so some teams that don't have a lot of duels all of a sudden they're going to have go from five duels and four duels up to about uh, 10 to 12 duels um so that'll, that'll start working itself out and 
And uh, uh, you can see Blair keeps climbing up the ladder there. They, they may sneak in there at some point. I, I mean, they're certainly deserving of it, and, and my opinion should be in the state duels. But uh, so things are working out. But uh, and but like I said, this week and maybe even next week, things will really shake out with those points. Yep. So no more super too, way too early wild card update. We're getting we're getting down to it. Um, was there anything else you had? Either of you guys had to go over today? Uh, no, I think that pretty much covered it all. Well, I guess then we'll uh, remind everybody to tune in next week. We'll recap the Elkhorn JV tournament. Uh, we'll have the Omaha Burke Duel Senior Night to go over, and then uh, Lexington invite with both varsity and JV. Lots of matches there, and then we'll preview the Papillion La Vista Duel, the last one of the season for us and the uh, EMC Individual Conference Tournament. Um, So don't forget, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody. Make sure they check out the podcast. uh, And uh, until next week, see ya.